Welcome to me, you in the Scoo live, not really, but on an Oscars special show. It's the night of the Oscars, which means I'm angry and frustrated, but uh, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> pleasure to have you here. The, the musical stylings of Stevie Wonder. I think this song was uh, written about my wife. Oh, uh, uh, she, uh, she probably just Addison's over here, just killing well, on brownie points. No, she, uh, she, she, she's, she's here. She's gonna have to. She's gonna have to listen to the show. She's I think she's here. asleep on the couch. But she's asleep. She's, uh, she's uh, gonna have to listen to the show. She's, to uh, and, and ah, she's in, uh, experiencing uh, Chardonnay but slumber. She cannot hear the song we're playing, so she has no idea what's going on. Yeah, she on. doesn't have her cans on. No idea. No idea. Yeah. So the Oscars. The Oscar, the Oscars did Red happen man, tonight. Oscar. Uh, you know, honestly, hashtag who cares, right? <laughs> honestly. Trivia. Where did the name Oscar come from? Uh, Pistorius. Oscar De La Rosa. De La, yep. uh, De La, De La what's, what's the, what's the a boxer's name? De La Renta? De La Renta. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Addison, you're not good with names, are you? Uh, I, I'm pretty good. Early. I'm, I'm pretty, I'm, I think I'm better than, better with names than most people. Okay. I think Ooh. I'll be willing to say that. Well, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, you know. Thank you for joining us. It's you know, we're on episode. Is this fifty four? Wow, it's one hundred and fifty four. Wow. And uh, <laughs> so it's the night of the Oscars. We've got a uh, an actor on the show tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's only appropriate. But we <laughs> we generally, I guess, really only talk Blood to out. filmmakers these days, or you know, people in film anyway. That's, so what so difference does it make? Those are the people we know. We don't know that many people, and we know so many great people that are doing that. Well, and having said that, this actually is a great actor. So. Oh, Greg! Greg isn't Greg's incredible. Uh, yeah, that's coming up, of course, next block. Stay tuned. As, as if you're going to go anywhere. I mean, you've yeah, already what are you going to do? What are what you going to do? Lives or something? Change the channel? <laughs> the hell are you going to go do? The, the gob is here, and uh, Max, why don't you go He's ahead? In rare form. We have some breaking news. What? Uh, going on in Max's life? This is what's, what's going on. This is a bit of a sad story. Max is uh, is very sick of pizza, and. Oh. How many how many pieces have you had today, Max? I don't want to. Oh god! How many pizza pieces? Ma- how many pizzas? Lay, it, lay it down. Max was on set today. Let's there see. was some pizza. I either he... had three or four for lunch, <laughs> and then uh, had two for dinner. So, you know. Let me let me ask you this. And they're big slices. They're big. How many? Let's you know give a regular oh, so regular full. size regular size pizza, large pizza. Think about those slices. How many could you put away physically? Because I think I know, I think I know how much Will and I can put away. <laughs> what? We 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 just, we, just, we lost all all what, viewers. Just what now. has happened like, to this show? It's low bro- low know, jokes. We're uh, going lowest common denominator tonight, you guys. It's, lowest it's, common it's ball hits and farts. <laughs> to answer your question, probably just a full pizza because that was I basically had a full pizza. Tonight. A large pizza. A large pizza in yeah. one sitting. Uh, that's two sittings though. That's that's you're talking lunch dinner. We're talking. I'm just talking one sitting. Max, you, do you sit down. One sitting, so, nice. Max, I got a question for you. You're, you are the snack king, and oh, I gotta say, do you, snacks. do you prefer hot pizza or cold pizza, or are they about the same to you? No. Oh, it's a good question. I would say, I would say there's a lot of variables here with this. Uh, Does it depend on the, on, the, would, on the maker of the pizza? I would say if you got you got time on your hands, it's a cold Too day outside. You know, maybe you go with a warm pizza. If it's a morning thing and you're like, hey, there's something I'm about cold this. pizza in the morning. Cold isn't pizza there? Yeah. in the morning is different it's, than it's cold better. pizza at night. Nicole, better, yeah. would we agree? Nicole yeah. and I, Nicole and I were fortunate enough to try a new pizza from Papa John's. Is it the cheese, the bacon cheeseburger? Yes. How is it? It's actually very because good. I, the, wow. co- the commercials made it seem like, and I had heard of it. They had the cheeseburger pizza. It then, is good. And then they right. discontinued it, and apparently people were 
they were upset. livid. They were upset. I do feel better. You got and you got on this pizza on I, this pizza. You got cheese. Uh-huh. You got you got. I think it's it's well, like a I'd cheeseburger so. sauce. I don't know what it is. I think it might be like a thousand, thousand island thing. or something. You, maybe? Got, you got sausage oh. or like hamburger meat. Uh-huh. You got pickles. Whoa. You got onions, uh-huh. and I think there's possibly mushrooms. Wait a minute, uh, hang on, hang on, because living with diabetes interfere with that. <laughs> uh, very point. true. But so, you know, just really quick, mm-hmm. we on me, you and the scoop ages mm-hmm. ago had actually done a fast food review. It's never happened since. At one time, because we want, and but it the, hasn't. the only way that that would have but, worked. No, 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 no. Maybe we should. Maybe this is the perfect opportunity to do it again. It's, it's a bad idea. The cheeseburger you know, pizza is just far I'm just saying, if we do the next show at my house, there's a Papa John's down the street. Just we saying. ourselves a cheeseburger and pizza. And I really wasn't Let us interested know. in that. You know? Hit us up on the twit. Uh, yeah, twatter us and, you know. Let us know. Uh, I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm muting mics because, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I just I muted some channels there because Gosh just had to. Did you guys to... get a cat or something? I did. No, yes. You know what, yes, you know what it might be? Jay it's the dust. No, Jay has a theory about the flowers. Oh, no. And I've been sneezing like crazy. Oh, and because it, there's a giant bouquet, and it's been Yikes. in this room for a while, so I, I, and what a well, beautiful bouquet it is! <laughs> I'm not gonna sleep with those flowers anymore, it's like I planned. So that's still stuck in my head. Bringing it back to the pizza, please. The pizza. <laughs> I had, and this won't surprise you because you know I like chicken. There was a at ABC. They had a bunch of pizza over somebody's birthday or whatever. Domino's, right? Shitty, Domino's, right? Yeah. They had a buffalo chicken pizza. No, that sounds pretty good. And it was actually kind of amazing. Well, it sounds like it. that sounds pretty good because you because you know you have you have wings. Wings go pretty well with pizza, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Wings, ranch, pizza. Right. It was the perfect know. amount of you know heat. So and, tonight, uh, you know, the, the night of the Oscars, uh, bringing I'm, it back to the Oscars. I, <laughs> I'm just you the know, Oscars. I'm just celebrating that they're over. I think Scott's favorite part of the Oscars was Neil Patrick Harris. No, I, I don't try think. Again. I, I don't <laughs> think. Again. Every, I'm pretty sure every single joke that Neil Power New, New NPH tried to come up with, <laughs> Scoo was oh. Scoo, Scoo, oh god. I think Neil I Patrick think, Harris couldn't breathe correctly, according to Scott. Yeah, yeah. I think no, Scoo's, there there was a point where the anger was reaching a boiling point. Right. <laughs> I, well, I was going to say I think the, the Scoo's favorite part of the Oscars is hating the Oscars. You were all are wrong. My my favorite part of the Oscars was, of course, Anna Kendrick. Oh, well. <laughs> was, there, than, was there a little? Was there a little? Was there a little? No, stop. There wasn't a little bit of that action going on. If what do you? Uh, to what are you referring, my you friend? I'm talking about. Uh, no, you didn't oh. catch any shadow. Because, you didn't catch any. any, oh. uh, any uh, are you? Are you suggesting shadow? that he? Are you su- oh, oh, there I was a, there was a little hint of nipple shadow. I thought. I thought you oh, were suggesting oh, a little bit of that. that yeah, oh yeah, Scott, I thought but, you were uh, suggesting yeah, the in the pantalones. Oh, the pitching of a said tent. No, making a little, making a little Levi's. Making a little Levi's provocative. Provocative dress, you know, a very, very jeans? nice dress. Is there um, a jeans thing? Is there some type of joke? I can't remember. But it's like some quote. Just like how I, like I, I just pulled your mics like way down. I just you did. You can hear the soundboard, so he can. But then you can yell louder. He's bored up <laughs> to compensate. Bored up, Scoo. This was this was Scott watching Anna, Anna Kendrick on TV. This was like Scott's inner monologue. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've still got a Woody Woodpecker. Okay then. <laughs> well, on that note, <laughs> I uh, uh, oh, there you go. Yep. Well done. I don't have anything else to say about the Oscars, honestly, other than that NPH sucked. So, but you know, you he, know he, what made the, some, he, listens, he made some solid jokes. He listens man. to this show. The disappoint. He's gonna be mad. He listens. The disappointing part is that there's probably um, a lot of people out there who thought he nailed it and did great, and that that's probably what, what upsets me. But oh, you know, honestly, it doesn't matter. Like everyone's gonna forget. You know, it's you all know gonna... who we should really ask is our intern Ron because he gets a really non. Mm-hmm. He gets really a, a part. A, Right, but have you have you noticed have you noticed that people get so offended if the Oscar host is bad? Like it's like it's they like they're not they, it's ruined ruined their day and they're angry about it. 
Why? What is it? What is it? Why is the Why are the Oscars so personal? What the hell are you talking about? Oscars is so personal. That's a good question. Yeah, that's well. That's exactly what I mean. Is that like this doesn't matter at all, unless it's really memorable as being like you you shit the bed, you know? Right. But I don't think he did. He that's the that's the biggest problem with right. It was horrible. It was mediocrity. You know what was what was the year that it was it was James Franco and what's her face? Well, that's what Max Max was asking me about that earlier. Or maybe who was saying that earlier? I don't remember. But uh, I don't really remember. Was that the King Speech year? Because I feel like that might have been one of the years I didn't watch because I I had to write an essay for some bullshit class. (laughs) (laughs) And chances are that essay was due the next. Yeah, it was a Sunday, and you know Monday was the next day, and I was like, God damn it, I got to do this. Yeah, exactly. Yep. No. Nope. Well, I, I can I, honestly. I'm just. <laughs> I'm happy that they're over because now people will stop talking about it. Yep. And, and now know, we can talk about. We've next got. Year. A, we've got yeah. a whole other year to go. Exactly. And uh, I'm, that's, still, I'm, I'm still grieving Nightcrawler. Yeah. I'm grieving Nightcrawler. Right, Nightcrawler Everybody's like, grieving something. I feel like you know. You know. But uh, poor Roger Deakins. You isn't know. She <laughs> what, what, what number is he at? I'm gonna find yeah, out. Yeah. Google this right now. How and then many we're gonna, Oscar I, nominations? It. It's at least Google I feel like nine. Or ten Does, at this point. I bet it's in the teens, dude. If anybody knows Roger Deakins and you saw Roger Deakins sitting in the audience, you'd have to assume that Roger Deakins' hair is one big piece, mm. like a wig. <laughs> like, it's, <laughs> like it's not. It's not pieces of hair. It's right. literally. It it's is, like a Lego helmet. It's it a Lego snap, helmet. Snaps yeah. on. Just snap it on his head. Yeah, like pretty, maybe if he was riding, like a, uh, if he was riding a motorcycle and crashed, it might protect his skull. It, it's, that's, that's right. <laughs> you know, he, he's currently he was eleven last year. So twelve, I think. Well, yeah. or eleven total. Either way, okay, here, he's right, here long overdue. I think. I think the he, best. He's been okay. Here we go. Uh, uh, I'm a, the uh, wickedly talented Roger uh, Deakins. Uh, oh wow, there's multiple years. Okay, outside of, outside of Roger Deakins. Anyway, I think the best host in our modern era. Billy Crystal. Was, no, was uh, Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> really? Yeah, I think Jimmy Kimmel's hysterical. Well, you know, I like Jimmy Kimmel. I like him a lot. Well, there you go. Do you like him because his show is on right now? No, I like I like him better. I like him better than Conan. I like him better than Letterman and Leno. I think he's the best, but he, I don't think he gets enough credit. Well, that's fair. I that's mean, it. He, is, he does do some funny stuff. But I think he was well done. Anyway, so we should probably... Uh, yeah. Uh, I think we got him on the line. Do here. this? He's calling in right now. Yeah. Let's, uh, we're going we're to head into our next block here. Let's not waste any time. Let's, I, I, you know, well, let's yeah. be efficient. Yeah. Get, get the phone lines open. We'll have guests for you coming up next. Me and the scoop. Don't go anywhere. You know the drill. Whew. We'll be right back. Block two. We've got our guest on the line. Uh, Greg is here, and he's ready to go. And you know, I guess Will. I know I've always kind of had a tradition of letting you handle these things, but this is your contact. So why don't you give us some background, I guess, on how you met this guy, and you know who we're talking to. Yeah, this is we have, we have Greg Lucy on the phone here with us. He, all the people that came into audition. Hopefully, none of these people listen to the show. When I when he when he came in, 
I was like, I don't need to see anybody else. It was, it was one. I didn't tell him that. Uh, I didn't tell, I didn't tell him well, that. He's on the line right now, but I didn't tell him that. But when he came in, I was like, oh, yeah, that's 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 it. No, it's I could see that. Yeah, and I've been I've been I'm cutting the film right now, and so I've been staring at his face and listening to his voice for quite a while now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, and so here he is, yeah. Greg. Thanks for coming on the show. Hey, it is so great. Um, you know, the limo didn't show up for the Oscars, so I'm stuck here. Um, <laughs> and it's great. This is a, this is a real. This is a real pick-me-up, I'm telling you. And uh, um, so thank you. Uh, with your spikes up, by the way, Will, thanks. I'm sitting in the lobby out there wondering how am I going to handle this and there's these other people who look, you know, maybe they look, whatever. But Will and I talked for about 30 minutes um, in that room, and it was pretty terrific because it was about baseball, and I have horrific memories about baseball, and I used to draw my subtext for this creepy character that Will has written, um, a classy but creepy guy. So uh, I guess I'll stop there. <laughs> Thanks, Will. Thank you. <laughs> oh, man. It brought back all these. It's about baseball, and it's about this guy who uh, tries to fix baseball games, and he has people sort of beat up and mugged. And, and I, you know, I tried to put a subtext to that, and it brought me back to my Little League years, which were horrifying. Okay. And so I, I sort of... Um, I sort of, uh, yeah, I, I based it on this kid like me who, who couldn't see it. I didn't know I needed glasses until I was like six. And so they would keep throwing balls at me and say, well, what, are you scared of it? And I'd say, yes. And <laughs> get the last minute, and it keeps hitting me in the head. <laughs> and then by the time, you know, I was like six or seven, and I, finally it's like, oh, Little League time comes up about nine or ten. And you're going, well, I'd already been damaged for life. I'd be on, you know how they say, hey, better, no, no, better, hey, better. I'd be praying that the ball would not be hit to me. It was really, <laughs> it was kind of sad. And then my mother would come out and try to show me how to bat in front of other people. And oh, so no, it was traumatizing. No. Oh, no. So I used this to play this creepy guy who has baseball players beat up, you know? I twisted it. So thank you, Will. <laughs> <laughs> um, you saved me a lot of therapy. You know, what is it, 100 an hour, 200 an hour? Um, all right, I should let you ask a question. Well, actually, I I, Greg, I, I do charge for my services, so I'll, I'll, I'll be sending an invoice. <laughs> oh, I'm going to get out of town fast. You'll never find me. I will never get this bill. Um, you know, you won't find me. Yeah, Greg, I was wondering, how, how'd you get your start? Because, you, I mean, you blew me away when you came in, and you, I'm, you still are every, every day when I hop in and start cutting. Wow, and so this I, is huge. Uh, yeah, I I, I, I don't um, know why you're surprised. I hate to break it to you. You shouldn't be surprised by that. <laughs> oh well, no. Well, thank you. Um, <laughs> you know when I when I started, it's interesting. I, I've written a script myself, and it, it started it started when I I sort of traced back when I was actually on a stage for the first time with no real knowledge of being on a stage, but it was in a church. I was three. I know this is crazy. But my, um, my, uh, these people at the at the church, the mothers at a church, decided to have a little fashion show for the kids. And so like, my mother, Crazy. yes, my mother puts me in an outfit, little yellow shorts and short pants. It was very cute. <laughs> I, I, I so I come out on the stage, and I won't get off the tricycle. And my brother's trying to get me off, and I started crying. And so it just shows that you know you're not going to really tell me what to do on stage. No, um, but anyway, and then it went on to the tonette band in the fifth grade. We like to play in the tone of band. Our music is easy to understand. So little by little, I'm, um, you know, over the years, uh, what happens is I get to college and I'm, um, uh, it's, this is during the Vietnam War and all this. It's pretty serious moments. 
going on. I'm up for the first draft and whatever. But I auditioned for a play, and I'm shaking, shaking. My knees are, imagine you're, whatever, I'm shaking like a leaf, and I go up, and I don't get a part. But the next time I go up, and I get a part, and I audition for the for the young man, but I get the old man, so that shows you how good I was back then. I just wasn't really role-specific. Um, but the, pro- the, the problem was, in some ways, I, was, I, I turned out to be, uh, really good at it. I, I didn't wear my glasses, so I hit the wall a couple of times. But um, um, and I kind of wish sometimes when times aren't going so well that I hadn't been good in that first play because it's sort of like doing the drug for the first time. It's like, well, no, please, that's a metaphor. But right. it's it's <laughs> like um, I can do this, uh, so that's good. It gave me uh, somewhere to go. It gave me a direction. Um, but I kind of wish sometimes when when the times are bad, it's like why was I. Why did I have to be good in the first one? Because if I hadn't, I'd gone on to be an accountant, right. you know, um, <laughs> which was my day job for so many years. Um, so that got me started, and it was in Chicago, and I was in a rep company for a few years with some pretty great people. And this was at the time when David Mamet had his theater in, in Chicago, and, and um, uh, John Malkovich was down at the uh, Steppenwolf down the street, and Second City was there. So it was really exciting in my 20s. And then when I hit 30, I moved to San Francisco, and I did a lot of comedy. Um, and that's where I really, really loved uh, um, doing theater. It was doing comedy. And I, I tried some stand-up for a while. And I did a lot of nerd characters, which is fine. But, you know, when you say beginning, um, when I moved to L.A. about three years ago, they knew me as a nerd in San Francisco, but I started playing bad guys. And that's that's where you come in, you know, right, Well, <laughs> um, Bad guys, just evil people. Because the thing about L.A. is they didn't know me, so it's kind of nice. So you get to be anonymous, you know. Uh-huh. Okay, we'll get. I have I have played the worst. I've had people buried in the desert. I've had um. Oh, uh, can I? Say, I've raped a nun. You know, <laughs> I've been hired to rape a nun. Wow. And I have the footage. So if you'd like to see it later, um, <laughs> maybe. So and what it was was um I, did, I was a theater actor for many years and uh, uh, in San Francisco I did a little bit of television and film but there just wasn't much there. But down here, I'm having a, I'm having a, a, a really great time. When I first moved here, I was saying yes to pretty much everything just to learn and, and expose and to plant some seeds. And sure enough, um, things happen. And, and like, for instance, when I auditioned for, for you, Will, you don't know. You know, you don't know. You just go. And then suddenly this, um, this uh, character comes out of you and you meet the people. And you learn a lot that you don't get. I, I have to say that, but I, you just have to keep planting the seeds. So, Will, I'm talking really fast. Okay. <laughs> um, but, I, you know, it's been really interesting. Uh, I've been, um, there's, this this last year I did, was in February, we shot, I've been in all these red carpet events, which cracks me up. Cause I've never really done that, and you're always a little nervous. You don't know these people. They've been on stuff that you haven't been on, and, um, one of the first films I did, I have to, I have to laugh. It's called Dirty People. <laughs> I don't think it got released. Um, but I don't, I don't um, Google who I'm going to be working with, which is kind of a mistake. Because, well, it can be, but I have a different theory <laughs> it. Because I want to show up, and I want to, you know, I don't want to jinx myself and think. And it was, it was so, so funny. It was um, with Richard Portnoy. It turns out from The Sopranos. And so this first thing I did down here was okay, it's with them, and the producer's driving in his car, he's smoking, they're all from Brooklyn, and it's all like, like they're all Sopranos, like, hey, mm-hmm. hey, 
Hey, Greg, what are you doing? Who are you dating? What's going on? <laughs> uh, which was really kind of funny. And But I was sitting in the back of the car. We're going at the location. And here is um, um, the producer with a cigar from Brooklyn. And imagine the worst driver you've ever been with in terms of rush hour. And he's changing <laughs> lanes go fast. He's oh, just no. trying to get the location. And there's two trucks following us with cameras in them. And Richard Portnow and I are in the back seat. Directors in shotgun. And the producer's driving. We're... And in Portnow is is getting sick in the back seat. I'm like, <laughs> man. And they can't find the location. We're driving for an hour, and the director director finally says, "Who's the location scout? I'm going to shoot that guy in the kneecaps." But he says, it like this, right, who's, "Who's the location man? I'm going to shoot that fucking guy in the kneecaps." And I'm like, "Fuck me!" And I'm going over my lines in my head. I, I like my kneecaps. I don't want to lose them. I'm just thinking, how how do I make you know? I'm a little, I, I don't want to let on that. I haven't done this all, you know, this is a, this is a, so anyway, we couldn't find the location. We had to go back to base camp after an hour. Nobody got shot, but we, <laughs> we went back out. We went back out and found this cemetery eventually. And, um, here I am with, with Mr. Portnoff from the Sopranos and he's a gracious, wonderful guy. Um, and he just loved the scene and he's shaking my hand, but it was well-written as you know, well, that helps. So you can practice it 40 times in your apartment before you, know, you, before you get on set. So, but in my head was, don't screw up, because they'll shoot you in the kneecap. So, you know, that's an incentive. So uh, for actors who haven't been to school, who haven't paid the 40 grand for the, uh, the loans, you know, it, that's good advice. Um, don't screw up, because they'll shoot you in the kneecap. I'm going to stop talking for a minute, and, so you can think of something to ask. I got, I got something right here, Greg. Um, I was wondering, so uh, okay. R- Richard Crudo uh, directed it. He's also, um, he's a big director of photography. And I was wondering what it was. How do you know this? How did you know that? I'm a nerd. It's <laughs> the magic what of the this internet. This is awesome. This is great. No, this is excellent. You've done some research. He, um, he did the American Pie movies. And you know, when we met, it was at the Cinematographer's Hall in, um, I think, down on Franklin in Hollywood. Yeah, Club. Orange and Franklin at the ASC Clubhouse. Yes. Yeah. Well, um, what was your question? <laughs> My question was, I, I, I didn't get to it, but um, I was wondering um, if you, because you've worked with director directors, and this is the first time you're working with um, a, a director who has been a cinematographer for years. I mean, his his IMDb goes back yes. to the, you know, I'm looking yes. at the late 80s on his first yes. movie he DP'd called Title Shot. Yes. Yeah. And I was just wondering if you noticed anything different about his process uh, as to other oh. directors. Um, he was awesome. Um, uh, he was. It was just nice to be on that set, in the sense that you didn't know what was going to happen exactly, but but they did, so you could just go with it. And he was very happy. Aside, from, and he didn't shoot me in the kneecaps. So I'm I'm speaking very highly of him, um, <laughs> because if I don't, I'm just kind of afraid. Um, <laughs> you know. He's afraid for his kneecaps. You know, it's funny. They they wrote me. Um, I had. The, the guy, Charlie, was funny. He was the guy who cast me. He says, um, okay, send us an invoice, Greg. I said, invoice? You know, and I had him, like, invoice. And, <laughs> and say, low budget, you don't make a lot. You make $100 yeah. mm-hmm. a day, which, you know, you're grateful to get it and whatever, but you don't. So I gave him an option. I sent two invoices to Charlie because he had a sense of humor. I thought, well, I'll give it a shot. So I sent one invoice for $100, you know, official, and I sent one for a million. <laughs> and I said, pick, pick the one, pick the one that you, you know, that is, so I got a set for a hundred. <laughs> I hope I made him laugh. No, you know, I'm you sure hope. you did. 
That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, uh, going back to your audition and just, you know, in, in your experience, especially with film, because, you know, it could just be you in the room and not, you know, as a group or with a bunch of different people. How have you, how have you, what's, what's your, what's your style? What's your method? How do you feel about going into an audition now? Well, I found that I can take some huge risks and sometimes they really pay off. Um, sometimes they don't, but. Mm. I'll throw this at you. I was um, I was walking in one. It was a, a movie called Mr. Monster, and I walked into the audition, and they wanted it a lot of improv, and um, so I arranged myself. With, well, since then I've learned I take these kind of big risks, and I had some fake blood on me. I had um, all kinds, of, um, but it worked, and I got the. Um, I did a short film called Mr. Monster. And it won a bunch of awards. It went to the Cannes Film Festival Short Corner, and it got an investor, and we ended up shooting the feature within 18 months. But mm-hmm. the audition I did was bloody. Um, I took out blood. Um, and um, I, what can I say? I'm trying to think. <laughs> um, let me jump up to, to the one more recent where, yeah. I, where I took this other risk. It's a slasher film. And I'm like, well, I don't know. I'll do a slasher film. What the hell? And so I go, and this guy was very scary. Um, he kind of like a weird Al Yankovic, but with a real fast tone, he said, okay, we're going but I had it planned. I, now I had a bloody handkerchief in my back pocket. And now I often, if it's a crazy, crazy, um, audition like that, I took uh-huh. off my belt and started beating myself with it. Whoa. Right. So they're going to remember me, but I remember, <laughs> I, I remember I walked out and I called my friend in Florida. I said, I can't believe I just did what I did. But then about, Three days later, I get this call. Well, okay, come and come and do this. And um, I've used that belt thing in a couple of ones. I was in a, a short film that was written by Ethan Cohen, a short story based on a short story by Ethan Cohen, one of the Cohen brothers. Yeah. And he's a sadist, right? And so I go in that. Well, I can't beat the other actor. You know that that's probably <laughs> lost. So I took off the belt, and this guy. So I started beating myself. So these are the risks I'm thinking about that do come to mind um sometimes they might not pay off but for me they have yeah so i guess that's sort of you you um, you got it you got to walk into that room and they got to remember you above above of, everybody else right it's sort of that and you know if if it's that kind of a script then you sort of have to go i think it shows that you're you can go your go places. Yeah, you know, I mean, you'll you'll take it to where it can be. Well, I, I think yeah. I think especially in I, I feel like maybe Will can echo this. When you're looking for an actor, you're looking for someone that can at least make a decision and come up with some type of direction about the character. You can someone can read something and be like, "This is the type of person that would do this." And whether or not that's the that's your mindset exactly. or the director's mindset, the fact that you can make that decision and you can see it in the script. That's, I think, above all, that's that's important. So, You know what's difficult, too? I was talking with a friend. Sometimes you just get sides. You don't get to read the whole script. Right. And I always ask, because that way you can figure, you know, you can figure more things out. There's, when you just get sides, it's like just getting that, you know, you can only show a portion, a sort of, uh, uh, of what it might be like, and you don't, because they're looking for the full picture right there. Right. But you don't have that information. So it's, it can be, um, it's, it's difficult when you just get sides because you only can show them a limited uh, version of 
what they might perceive to be right or not right. Mm-hmm. When you yeah. get the full script, then you can you can pull things. Um, I tend to I you know I haven't didn't go to theater school per se. I just started auditioning and 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 so I and all these theories you hear about whether it's Stanislavski or or, or Mamet or whoever. They're all there for tools, so you're like, okay, what can I pull out of my hat for this one? And um, if, if nothing's coming to you on instinct, then you can sort of go this, okay, this place or that place. Um, so that's kind of what you rely on when you can pull these tricks out. But it's worked for me. Um, uh, there's a few, there's like, I think it's crazy, one of these red carpet events this year because all these, you plant these seeds. And suddenly they grow, and I was in this one show that got a couple grand jury prizes. I'm not a mean person. I'm a nice guy in this one. I make people cry, so that's sweet, you know, and that's, that's really people like to cry. And it's MOS. We, do we know what MOS is? Yes, without sound. It's just no dialogue. Yeah. And I just love those because it, it cuts to the kernel of what acting is before any lines. Because sometimes you're handed scripts that you go, what? You know, I do a little writing, too, so I'm conscious of how can I make it? And sometimes they're not. Um, but you, you go to the core where where what you're. Where, who, I guess I'm getting serious. <laughs> where, these, um, where it's um, what you're feeling first, and then it's secondary to what you say. So I'm having a uh, so that was an MOS, which was great. I've done a couple of other ones. Um, Toy Soldiers is coming out, which I play. I play these evil characters. This guy who's a guidance counselor who drinks and smokes and gives people this bad advice in the 80s. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm getting off track. Well, um, Greg, ask me another question. Oh, yeah, Greg, Greg, I was wondering, um, what did you think of the Oscars this year? They just ended like literally minutes ago. What was your impression you know, of overall? You know, the Oscars this year, I, I, you know, um, they've all, I, I've all, I was watching for you. Um, <laughs> and I, you know, I didn't see you and I felt a little better because <laughs> at least somebody else didn't get on. Um, <laughs> But, you know, it's interesting. Down here, uh, these, I was, you know, I've been going on about the red carpet things, but they're funny, too. Um, uh, when the Oscar Award is the last in this series of these. Uh, I'm sort of new to L.A. in the last couple of years, so th- there's all these other awards that come before the Oscars. So by the time the Oscars come along, it's like, really, can we just get this over with? Because all these awards, um, it was a classy set. It was a classy event. And I was commenting with a friend I've been watching it with, um, but we only saw one outfit that we really didn't like. So I guess that's good. Um, <laughs> but um, I, so that's my that's my sort of take on the Oscars. I'm I'm wondering. Birdman was great. I was kind of thinking of um, Boyhood, though. Oh, there's a siren. They're coming to arrest me. By the way, can you hear this? Can you hear this now? No, you can't. Um, <laughs> no. So the Oscars. This it's sort of interesting because. It's um, they're the last ones, right? Now, what are the next awards we're going to have to look forward to? You oh, know? Um, is, is there a Teen Choice or some horseshit one? Kids like that? Choice, Kids Choice. One of the one of the Emmys. Teen Choice, but you know, I, I think know. Razzies were on tonight too, right? Razzies were the. Oh, same that's right. Night. I think they already happened. So I think next week, next year, I have to have two televisions on at the same time. Where Where do they air the? Also, the Spirit Awards too, right? There's just too many were award they? shows. What about you? What do you think? Will, you're a filmmaker. What do you? What do you? What is your? Ooh, on the spotlight, in reverse. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. About, on the spot. Uh, uh, <laughs> about 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 the Oscars in general, or about about award shows. Yeah. Well, about this year. About this year's ceremony. 
I thought it was, it was interesting. Yeah. I was. I mean, oh, don't don't okay. you know? I'm not gonna sugarcoat <laughs> it. I mean, I, I was. I, I don't know what was wrong with me. I really did it. I I did enjoy uh, Birdman, but I was slightly disappointed that it won. I don't know that. I don't know if that's weird. Uh, you know, I, I don't know say, why. Yeah, I I like for some reason, whatever reasons, I loved Grand Budapest Hotel. Yep. I I I just sort of was mesmerized by their art direction and that. Oh. And they, they won. They they won quite a few awards. Yeah. So um, so that's good. And then there's this other. You know, if there's a sort of theory too, and you guys have heard it, and maybe because I'm 110 years old, I've heard it more than you guys. But um, when an actor plays an ill person or someone who is sick, the faith, the, the votes go to that actor. You know, you've yeah. heard this before. But this year, I didn't want to believe when I saw um, Julian um, uh, Juliet Moore, uh, Julianne Moore play. Yes, thank you. The um, Alzheimer's early onset, Alzheimer's, incredible stuff. And so, and then the theory of everything with um, uh, Renemy, who won, Eddie the Redmayne. guy playing Hawkins, awesome, you know. And so those theories didn't. Usually, you sort of think, okay, the guy playing the the right, yeah, the um, disabled person or whatever might get the edge. But this time, I think they deserved it because I maybe it's because I'm looking at Alzheimer's myself or like, you know, whatever. <laughs> I don't, but, but because they have a, a sort of appeal that's, that's beyond um, just movies making and it's sort of a real... But anyway, um, I think that cliche was broken for me because I thought those were well-deserved, mm-hmm. well-deserved awards. Yeah. Sure. Um, yeah. So what about comedy? Where's the comedy? Well, Birdman was comic. Yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> well, I, call, I know... I know, I know that we we are just we're just running out of time. But I want to say okay. this for for how for however many rules you get as a as an evil, mean, bad, you are maybe <laughs> one of the world's nicest people. That's so, that, that's that's the best that, that's the best part about Greg though. That's, is, it, I, is that would not be more different. He's on ca- he's on camera and people are like terrified of him, and it cuts, and he's the sweetest man in the whole world. You know, that's interesting. When I did the monster movie, the the, the tutor would not come down to see me because she hadn't seen me without makeup. The script person would not come down to see me, and when they met me, they said, "I can't quite believe it." So I'm gonna <laughs> sweep under your I'm gonna sweep under your sofa when I next see you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Thanks, well, Greg. Greg, sweep yourself. That's how nice I am. <laughs> uh, we've really enjoyed having you on, and I've really enjoyed hearing your, I love your, you guys. your thoughts you so and your much. your perspective on acting. It's been it's been very enjoyable. Thanks thanks again for coming okay. on, and uh, take you. care. Hopefully, we can talk to you again soon. Yeah, uh, yeah. Bye, Greg. Greg Lucy, there joining us live. We'll be right back on Me, You and the Scoo. Stay tuned. You know, I gotta say, uh, really? Greg was fantastic. Greg, yeah. Greg is the best because 
I only pick actors that I want to I want to hang out with. Oh, you know, well, <laughs> that's what I do. I just you know, if they're chill, I'm like, you're gonna be on my movie, and I even mess with them too. That's the other thing I always do in casting is I, I kind of like I'm kind of be mean to them a little bit and bug them. How so? And then you force them to be on your podcast. Yeah, that too. And then I I I, I you know I, I you know I sh- I call him and like like Greg, you're gonna be on the podcast right now, and he's the best person in the world. So he's like. Of course, he's great. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I just I really enjoyed hearing his uh, his perspective on um, I don't know, I guess just acting and his you know training and, and he did stand. I would love to hear some of his stand. Yeah, he's it hilarious. Seems, it seems like some talking. of his, his backstory is is pretty interesting, especially how he I I don't know. It kind of seems like maybe he's not really classically trained, but we might we more, might more we, of a more of a toolbox. We need it. We method, need it. We'll need a Greg. Know? We'll need a Greg part two at yeah. some point. Yeah, part well, does. He's an interesting guy for sure. And we should we should find a way to pick up directly where we left off. Yeah. To just continue the and you can you and we'll like we'll link it. So when you listen to the first one you can just hit a hot link and jump. <laughs> Click here to see part two. Like yeah. a secret, hot like, link. like Netflix. Yeah, Listen, exactly. isn't hot link that's not a real term. Hot, hot, hot link so. is a real term. It's a clickable link. It's a what's well, it's, mm-hmm. it's a hot link. Uh, it's a yeah, hot link. You work, you work in you work in digital. <laughs> but that's like a, that's like a that's like an old internet burn. term. No one says hot link anymore. Do well, all um, just, who, just, it's no a link inside of your office or what? Who says hot? When's the last time someone oh. said you? Oh yeah, but well, it's, I mean, it's a hot may, link. maybe it might be something on the grill. Like, uh, I was just going. Ah. There. I was just going. It's there. either that or it's like a, oh, it's a hyperlink. Well, no one says hyperlink is a real question, but it's real. It's dead. Do all browsers look like Netscape? Uh, anyway, Greg was fantastic. Yeah, I, I just can't sing his praises enough. I liked that interview a lot. Really, Scott, I did. Scott, can I ask you, is your internet provider net zero? No. <laughs> Why would you think that? <laughs> oh, for like, because I'm into the retro shit? I mean, so, you know. I, I have always wanted a landline, but they're search. so expensive, you know? It is, but they're cool. And you have a red phone. I have a red phone. Why on earth do you need a landline? I also have like a really 90s Radio Shack, like neon light up phone. Oh, that when Radio, it, when Radio it Shack rings, When it rings, the neon to like a blink. That's fantastic. That's sick. That and and this cool. is in preservation, we, uh, thankfully, at my, my mother's house in Sacramento. I, can, we have a quick, can we have a quick moment of silence for Radio Shack RIP? Speaking of, I have a quick Whoa, I have a hold on, son. I want you guys to know this. Okay. I tried to get okay. a picture, but I couldn't do it without being really obvious. I was out uh, walking the other day, and <laughs> that's a that's a great mental image. I ran in to take it in the sides. I uh, a guy uh, with headphones and a Walkman. Oh, he a legitimately CD or a tape. Oh, a huge CD, but it was a big Walkman, Heads, like the it, original Walkman, was and it, he was was it, was it skip proof? It I don't know. Well, it, you know there was it a, been skipping. Yeah, no, there was a there was a discman. I, this looked bigger. Was like it, this was looked it Sony. Or no, but this is, this is this is. I did a, not get that close. This is a real Walkman because he was actually walking. And was it a tape? Right. Was it tape based? It looked like a CD, but I again, I don't know. So this guy might have been a time traveler. Compact it, disc. Yes, right. it's possible That's he right. was. He, he had been traveling through time recently. It's he had some really big headphones on too. I'm sure they sounded great. And I'm but sure somewhere somewhere in his room or somewhere I wherever he goes, is a, there's a big. Uh, it's kind of it's like a vinyl uh, catalog full of just CDs mm-hmm. in plastic wrappers, and he goes. But shk, but shk, probably shk. most of those CDs have been bootlegged and burned onto Memorex CDs. Correct. Memorex. That say that say is it live or is it Memorex? Here are the facts as I see them. <laughs> but did you go minus R or plus R? Well, Ooh. there you go. I don't know. Well, I mean, I think th- I think this has been a fantastic show. Uh, I think so. I-, I really feel good about this one. I do. I, do you? That's good. And I think that's pretty much almost a hundred percent due to Greg. I, I I would I would say he's at least ninety percent, if not I, even one hundred and twenty percent. I think he killed it big yeah. time. Big time. That's I, I. It's all. It's you know. It's I'm, I'm, he was so great. I, I emailed him this morning because I was like, "There's got to be somebody 
There's got to be, yeah. And he, he just he dropped right in that slot. Well, there you go. That was great. There Don't brought in there. Yeah, and he killed there you go, it. Bud. But yeah, I want. I was wondering what Max Margolin thought of the Oscars. He came in so late. I didn't. I he saw, wasn't. He was here for like a second of them. I didn't. I, I caught the tail end. It didn't. It's. I heard. I didn't miss much. Max, I think you missed like literally nothing. I. Uh, I'm a little glad to hear that because I was a little bummed. I didn't get to watch, so it was good. Answer the question. The only. The only time you want to know what the Oscars have to say is pretty much right when they say it. It's like, uh, okay. right. The lead All up. Right. Yeah, I got you. Okay. I got you. Okay, and yep. then you never remember. It's, yep. It's done. I, it's over. <laughs> well, speaking of being over, I think it's time to conclude this show. Uh, we want to thank. Oh, you for wait! The, this, this is breaking news. This is this is breaking breaking this is news. Breaking Oscars news. Uh oh. The the you know all the people that passed away this year. Right. They yeah. did not include Joan Rivers. Why not? Because she's know. not in film. It doesn't. You know how big Joan Rivers was in the Oscars and like the red carpet yeah, scene. Like that was her stuff. Was that an accident? Yeah, I don't know. There's Ooh. a there's a big article about it right now. Controversial. I'd like to point out our breaking news will come out on what Tuesday night maybe. Right. This will be night, after. Wednesday. This is already settled. Yeah, of this course. show takes Monday, a while. Monday, to Monday night. Monday night. Okay. Well, Monday night. More discussion to follow on the next Me and the Scoo. Stay tuned for that. Thanks for joining us and thanks again to Greg. Uh, it was absolutely fantastic and Tweet we'll us. see you next week on Me and the Scoo. When it comes, and he's older in the presence of somebody young, telling him the same things that he told me, and he reacts the same way as that OG. But it's old school, it's like old three, and it's old man, it's my old me. It takes a long time to happen so fast to realize that your future is somebody else's past.